Welcome to Story Chats at Inspire Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer, and the other co-host is Cooney. Yes, Cooney is apparently making repeated appearances. <laughs> and we also have Tony Shiloh making another repeated appearance, speaking of which, with us today. So we're all old hats. Thank you for coming back again today, Tony. Thanks for having me. All right, so we are talking about fake relationships today. Um, love them, hate them, something in between. Tony, what do you what do you think? I adore fake relationships. <laughs> okay. It's mostly because I know that they're going to be forced to deal with their feelings, um, either because they started off like in the you know enemies to lovers type way and made a deal like with the devil, so to speak. <laughs> or because you know they're friends and they need help and then they deal with their friendships more so either way i just like the fact that they have to deal with their feelings and it's usually in a fun kooky way yes all right valerie i think they're kind of fun too um they're they're a little tricky because <laughs> you know we're not supposed to be applauding lying um in christian fiction but I, there's lots of ways to to come at the um at the whole thing and I love the creativity that authors come up with in doing that there's some really fun fun stories fun angles Narelle and I love them too although if it, although the lying thing if it's not done well the lying thing oh, excuse me can actually trip me up a bit in the story so there are some authors that you wouldn't even you don't even think about the fact that the fake relationship is a lie in terms of the way it's written but there are other stories where um it can be problematic but usually i'm fine if that makes sense i am um, i'm not a huge fan i i will read them um i knew but, that was coming the yeah, rest of us love them so you'll be like <laughs> weird one. one of these things is not like the others you know <laughs> <laughs> um so i i don't i don't not like them but i don't i certainly don't seek them out um but i will read them like if i'm reading the book because i wanted to read the book and it's like oh it's a fake relationship then i'm okay <laughs> i'm fine with that um but i do sometimes struggle with like this whole idea of basing your life on a lie um I, and you know, sometimes I can suspend disbelief enough that it's not a problem, but then sometimes I'm just like, y'all need to just figure a different way to solve this problem. Um, because this, this is, you know, when it starts like this cascading and you see it, I think a little more in like rom-coms where it's rom-com fake relationship. And it's this, this cascading series of lies that just get bigger and deeper and worse, like, um, what's the Sandra Bullock movie? Um, the Proposal. I was yeah. going to say, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, you know, her assistant, they're supposed to be this whole fake, you know, and it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Um, funny, but still also ridiculous. So that's me. That, that does suit rom-com really well, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, in that, yeah, the, the, tendency to just like get in deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and the more you try to avoid it I don't think I've got any rom-coms in my list that's really too bad I do okay. I have rom-coms <laughs> they're all badass we're good <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right. So are there things in fake relationship stories that you absolutely have to see or things that you absolutely wish no one would ever write again? Anything like that, Tony? So um, oddly enough, I'm all about the awkward kiss. Okay. You know, because someone's going to demand they kiss for whatever reason, whether it's fake relationship over the holidays or whatever. And I always like to see how they deal with it. Um, okay. Either because they realize that's the point where they realize they like the other person or whatever is someone makes it funny. That's even better. So. Okay. Valerie. Uh, what do I wish I would never see again? <laughs> it needs to, it, there needs to be a, a distinct reason. Um, and I mean, there, there, there's a limited number of those, obviously, sure. like in reality. Um, so it, it, I guess a lot of it just depends on the skill of the author and making the characters believable. The, the characters have to believe that this is the only way yes. forward or the, the way that makes the most sense. And if they, if the author can convince the characters, then the characters can convince me. But there, it, there is a, a few places where that chain can be broken. Narelle, what do you think? Well, as long as the motivation and is there and that will bring the conflict along with it, then I'm fine. But if the characters are twits and they're just silly and if they could quite, if they could go through the story and not be in a fake relationship and nothing changes, then I'll, I'll walk away from that. But as long as that, it has to be meaningful to the story in a significant way and then I'm happy to go along for the ride. How about you, Ben? I, I like it when they acknowledge sort of the inanity of their plan, um, you know, where they, they have to at least take a moment and think like normal people don't do this. This, <laughs> this is not something normal people do. Yeah. Um, you know, just even for two seconds. And then it's like too bad. It's what we're going to do. But just, just to, to have that, that moment of wait, is there, if I spent five minutes, could I come up with something else? Because this is weird. Like, let's just lay it on the table that this is weird. But, oh, we already committed to this. Oh, we're committed. So here we go. Right. My there title has big relationship yeah. in it. So I'm, I'm, I'm committed, but um, yeah. There has to be stakes. There has to be something. If this, if we don't do this fake relationship thing, then one or both of the characters has to have something majorly bad happen as a consequence. And that's yes. what drives yeah. the um, fake they relationship. Have to, they have to fear it anyways. Yes. yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it may not be, it usually isn't as horrible as they thought, um, but that's, they do have to believe it and they have to convince us that they believe it. It's true of so much of life. We always <laughs> seem to think it's going to be so much worse than it actually is. But, um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah, true. Cool. All right. Well, let's um, let's dive in. Uh, Tony, you want to start us out with books? You first. Yes. <laughs> so I picked uh, Teresa Tysinger's "Say It's for Good." It just came out last month. Mm -hmm. In March now. That's I was going to say I don't think I've read that one. I've read several of hers, but not not that one. Mm. Yeah. So, and this one, um, I don't want to give everything away, but I'm sure it's on a back cover blurb, but basically the heroines, um, Leah, her father is dying. And the only thing he wants to see is her happily married before he goes. Enter fake relationship. But she adds in the fact that it's a second chance romance because 
they used to date in high school. So there's all that conflict and angst in there. Um, plus it has sort of like a um, Gilmore Girls vibe to it. So I was pretty much there for the entire book. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Valerie. I haven't read that one yet. So I don't have, have either of you read it? Cause I haven't, I can't comment, but cause I'm behind on Teresa's books. <laughs> I haven't I, either. I haven't. Okay. Sorry. Um, but I, I do want to say like, that is a really common in general, a really common premise because somebody's dying and they just want to see you happily married. But would most good one elderly people or whatever actually want their child to be married to somebody they don't really know just to satisfy themselves? That's a hard one, I think. Probably not, which is why I like the fact that she used an old high school boyfriend. Because mm, yeah. the dad knew him, the dad loved him, like he was the one who got away kind of thing. So yeah, it's smart. just piles on the guilt more. Gotta <laughs> love some good parental guilt. Love it. <laughs> All right, now Valerie, your first one. <laughs> um, the first one that I picked is Honeysuckle Dreams by Denise Hunter. And it was one I had read uh, several years ago and I was, I was like, I know there's a Denise Hunter that fits this one so I went digging around in my Kindle <laughs> found it and read part of it again because I was like I just got sucked right in um, so soon after Brady's ex-wife dies he discovered that his nine-month-old son Sammy is not actually his son so <laughs> this is a problem and um, his ex and his former wife's parents know this and they're trying to take Sammy away from him so again, this is a situation where you go, would this really happen in real life where a, a lawyer would say, well, if you just were engaged or married, you'd have a better count. I mean, he's, he's not the baby's father, like how he's been there his whole life though. So eh, I don't know. But anyways, his best friend, so this is a best friends to lovers story as well, um, is Hope and uh, she'll do anything. For, for Brady because, because she loves Sammy. She's taking care of him sometimes and, and she just can't bear to see him lose this baby. And so she'll do anything for him, including a fake relationship. And as is always the case, it just devolves from there. Um, yeah, a long, long way. I mean, she's willing to marry him for real as well. It's not because she, you know, as is often the case, she has some <laughs> feelings that have been buried for a long time. Hello to the friends to lovers trope. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, oh. I think good, good story. Recommended. Excellent. Narelle? Okay, well, I'm surprised this one hasn't been brought up yet, but I've chosen <laughs> Joined at the Hip by Lee Wen Wai Ho, which is the third book in her Fab 40 series. And so she, this came out, I think it was in Save the Date, but she then released it on the 1st of March um, as a single and she added extra chapters. So I bought it because this is the single. So that's ah, one I read. I didn't know about the extra chapters. Yeah, there's extra chapters. I do my research. <laughs> okay, fine. I didn't do my research, but I really enjoyed it in Save the Day. It was one of my favorites. Yes, yeah. So this one, it was really fun. And I will look for a fake relationship that has a twist. And this one is a rom-com and it's hilarious. And it has a really fun twist where 
the heroine, what's her name? September. She works for a magazine, works for a magazine as a writer, and she does like budget type money stories. And then there's this guy, Tristan, who also has been working with her for five years, who is a bit of a bit of a broody hero, doesn't really talk to people, sort of keeps to himself. And um, September ends up needing to, she ends up pitching in for an article where she has to write an article on renewing your wedding vows. And so Tristan volunteers to be her fake husband as they go and do all the research and go to all the different places as if they're renewing their wedding vows. And it is hilarious and it is really funny. So if you want to look at a fake relationship that has, it's very much friends to more in terms of they start off with a friendship and then they realise, oh, there's a bit more here than they thought. And their mothers are hilarious as well. Um, Lewin does mothers very well. So, yeah. <laughs> Yes. So it's a really fun, it's a really fun story. And I just like the twist in terms of being renewing wedding vows is the reason for the fake relationship. You're going to make me go buy that book as a yeah. single, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I am. I can, see this. I can see this coming here. Click, so, click. Um, this oh. is not my first book, but I'm wondering with uh, Luen's book, is it similar to um, Carol Mankato's it's the first book I read by her, and I think it might be the first book she published, um, Finding Mr. Right. I've um, read that a long time ago. Is, okay, yeah. so in that one, it's a, I don't even know what you call it, maybe it's an accidental marriage. Like, they, she, they're writing, an, she's writing an article, and they go to the county clerk to, like, find out, and they <laughs> yeah. pretend like that they're getting a marriage license and stuff, but they end up like the, there's a disconnect between what they tell the person and then the person who actually does the paperwork and they end up being married no. for real. In, okay. No. <laughs> because there's I no, yeah, yeah. That was I, the one where they go to the writing conference, isn't yes, it? She included, yeah. she based it on ACFW. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 No, um, this funny. is different. So okay. this is completely, it's a, it's a work project. So the people sort of that are around her know what's going on. Okay. And it's purely driven by the fact that she's doing research for this article. And so they're basically re going through all the steps. So you go to the florist, you go to the okay, um, baker, look, all the different steps you go through in terms of renewing your vows. Cool. You I don't just, just like, you don't actually someplace and say them at each other. I mean, <laughs> All right then. <laughs> right, right. All right. So my first one is um, "Someday Soon" by Melissa Tag, um, and it is um, Paige, who um, is a reporter, and then Noah, who is the brother of Luke, who was a prior hero. If that helps anyone who's a Melissa Tag junkie. Um, and uh, Noah is looking for a place to rent. And so he shows up, at, this is all at the beginning, he shows up in front of the, the it's like a garage apartment. And it's got this dock with a lake out back and he looks out and there's this woman in a canoe with no oars and it's gonna be a thunderstorm very soon. So he, um, but then he realizes that it's Paige who has been like the bane of his existence um for the last six months and so but he's like well I can't let her get electrocuted in the lake um so he's like why don't you just swim back to shore if you don't have your oars and she can't swim so he has to go out and rescue her and then it turns out that she was the one who listed the apartment 
as an income uh, uh, sweep for her because it's like the garage of her home that she just bought, but she used her initials instead of her name when she listed it. And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't have even come if I had known that it was you. But he ends up renting it. And then when he's moving in, her dad has come to town and Paige like always feels like she doesn't measure up to her dad, um, that she's just super wanting and that he has to sort of smother her because, and she takes it as dad feeling that she's so completely inept at life that he just has to be there constantly to check up on her and that she's never good enough. Um, so she's showing him the apartment and he's being a little belittling, snippy, whatever. And so um, Noah hears this and he's like, he goes in and he's like, well, isn't it lucky? Because the dad was like, you know, what if it's a weirdo or a serial killer? And so Noah's like, well, isn't it lucky that it's her boyfriend? And so then Paige is kind of like, um, but she's like, no, I can go with this. And so it goes from there. And it's it's kind of fun um, because they both agree that it was a stupid spur of the moment thing. But at this point, they're kind of committed to it. So she's like, it's just till dad leaves town. You know, he'll be here for maybe a week, week and a half, but then like dad keeps staying. And so, um, so it's very fun. Um, and I really, really I had like it. I've forgotten that story. I have read it, but as you started mm. out, I'm like this <laughs> stupid woman out in a canoe with no paddles. Well, just, she had paddles. She can't swim. Like just an she did start yeah, out with paddles, but like her hat blew off. So she put the paddle down to try and grab her hat, but she didn't like put it in the canoe. It slid off this, you know, so, but yeah, she was kind of stupid. Not the, not the brightest, <laughs> not the brightest in the tool in the shed. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. But I'd forgotten as you're starting this, I'm like, yeah, okay. This is sounding familiar, but the fake relationship, where is that? Yeah. But yeah, I do remember it now. And yeah, I, I did enjoy that one, but I forgot it was a fake relationship. Oops. <laughs> Well, they do. Um, I will say they they kind of decide to try it for real fairly quickly in the story. Um, you know, they because they both struggle with the, you know, lying aspect of it. So maybe that's why I liked it so much is because they're like, I don't want to lie. So if if we need to keep this pretense up, we have to at least try to go on a real date and see what happens kind of thing. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tony, you have a second one? I do. And I was going to pick, I'm looking at my list. That's okay. I, sorry, if you can hear my background. That's okay. <laughs> All good. Okay. I was going to pick um, actually one of my books, The Truth About Fame. Yes. Go for it. Um, yeah. That's because I, I feel like, like Valerie said, I did a clever twist mm -hmm. because she's being stalked and they want to flush the stalker out. So her bodyguard is the one who suggests the fake relationship. And I also had a lot of fun writing it and laughing the entire time. So, <laughs> no, That's a good one. That was on my list. Yeah, it was on mine too. If, if yeah. you have a lot of fun <laughs> while you're writing, then you, you got to be doing something right. <laughs> exactly. Because there have been yeah. times when I haven't had yeah. so much fun. And then I always fear that I'll be the only one laughing. That's oh. my. Because, you know, you're laughing at home and you're like, wait, will anyone else laugh at it or is it just me? 
yeah, no, it's yeah. not just you. Me, me no and a half is. dozen people who have a weird sense of humor like I do. There's the gotta be them. someone out there. Exactly. And even if it is just you, that's okay. I know that there are jokes in my books that I think are hilarious that probably no one else gets, but I'm like, too bad, too bad. And I like that one because there was a really compelling reason for the fake relationship. Like it, yes. it made sense. Like they have this problem to solve and the fake relationship was a very logical way of solving it. So I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Super good. Shades of Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, before I start singing, I will always love you. We will go to Valerie. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, my second book is by Elizabeth Madry, who actually has several fake relationship books, but I chose Ooh, the most. Which one did you pick? So you need a fake relationship. Yeah. Uh, this is part of the Do You Want to Be a Billionaire series that yep. came out in 2021, in which the owner of Robinson Enterprises pits a man and a woman against each other to head up every division. So this particular book is, is towards the end of that series. And Melanie um, is bright enough to figure out that everybody else is dating for real. And some of them are even engaged. And she looks at the guy she was paired with, whom she kind of has a crush on, but he's not into her, obviously, or he'd have asked her out by now. Um, but she thinks, you know what? I bet you we get disqualified somehow if, we, uh, if we're not in a relationship. I bet you that this was the goal all along. And which, do I dare say it? She was correct in that. <laughs> Spoiler alert, sorry. Yeah. Um, but um, so she convinces Ian to go along with her idea of pretend dating for a while to see if that makes a difference in their odds of getting the uh, the promotion to the team. So uh, that was a lot of fun, partly because I loved everybody already in the series and seeing it play out through this uh, fake relationship in this particular instance was very entertaining. Yeah, it was a good one. Agreed. All right, Morel, what you got? Okay, my second one is um, Fake Engagement Mistake by Lisa Renee. So I haven't spoken about Lisa Renee before. She's an Australian author that writes rom-coms. As I said, this is my second rom-com I'm talking about. And <laughs> this one is a novella, so it's a shorter story. It's... Um, if you're watching this episode and it's still May, um, in the Love, Faith and Tender Kisses box set, which ends at the end of May, this is the first book in that. And if you read the sample, you can read the whole story effectively for free. Oh, wow. So <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't picked up the box set, if you haven't read this book and you're listening in May and you haven't delayed listening to our podcast, um, you've got a few more days if you're listening to it on the day that it's dropped. Um, yes, you can go read this story for free. Yeah, so it's really fun. It's set in Colorado and the main character, to Becca she really enjoys working out on this the snow fields and doing stuff with nature and being away from people she's not an extrovert that wants to have a million people around her and her parents are really I like her already 
Yes. <laughs> and because she's a smart girl, she could go to college and her parents are really, really pushing her to go to Denver and go to college. And she really doesn't want to go to college. So she comes up with this bright idea to, and this is a brother's best friend trope, to have a fake engagement with her brother's best friend. And her brother's five years older than her. So this guy is older than her. And so secretly she crushed on him when he when she was younger. And he's noticed that she's now not the little girl. She's growing up and, oh, this is interesting. And so he's an accountant in this steady job, has his own business in town. And so um, that ticks the boxes for the parents. So they start this fake relationship. And it, it's a really fun story. I really enjoyed it. And it's it kicks off Lisa's series that's set in Colorado. That's yeah. Tell, I have tell that me the one on my Kindle. Fake engagement. Yes. Fake engagement what? Fake engagement mistake. Mistake. Mistakes. Nice. So it's also available as a single. I think it's also available in audiobook as oh, well fun. by memory. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That sounds fun. That sounds really fun. It's good. All right. So my second one is Her Roommate's Brother by Hannah Jo Abbott. So um, it is it is a uh, friend's brother, best friend's brother, not brother's best friend. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and so Allie is always, her mom is desperate for her to get married or at least be in a, a stable relationship that could lead to it. So every time she gets, she goes home for dinner, there's always a blind date sitting there waiting that her mom has arranged. Like her mom is constantly bringing guys over. Oh, well, you know, he just popped in <laughs> and Allie is just kind of over it. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they're never anyone that she would choose on her own. So um, her roommate's brother is in town to do uh, some stuff. And actually, he's there for some secret reasons of his own. His business in, I think, Atlanta is struggling. So he's thinking of moving back home because he doesn't know what else to do. And so, but he doesn't want to tell his sister this or anyone else because he doesn't want to be a big failure loser. And so he's made up this other reason that he's in town. So she asks him, you know, hey, come to dinner with me, pretend to be my boyfriend. This will get my mom off my back and you get dinner out of it. So, you know, everybody wins. Mom's a good cook. So that's not an issue. And he ends up um, using their fake relationship as well to sort of like dodge his sister and dodge the questions because, oh, gotta, gotta run. I'm meeting Allie kind of thing. So it works out well for both of them. Um, right until it doesn't anymore. <laughs> Always the fun moment in a yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. I read that one too. Enjoyed it. I'd forgotten yeah. about it as well because my list honestly could have been a dozen just mm -hmm. like of the things that I thought of in the first five minutes. Yeah. Cool. Me too. I did not have that experience. As you guys are saying them, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I, when I was sitting here staring at my computer screen, trying to write down titles to talk about, I'm like, hmm, have I read any? Um, we probably could squeeze in one more if we have one more. You have a third one, Tony? I do. I came prepared just in case, because I figured, you know, I was like you Elizabeth I felt like why can't I think of any so <laughs> I made a list and I was like someone's gonna have some of these on here so my list will dwindle fast but <laughs> no one has said this one yeah and I feel like hey um Krista Phillips the engagement plot yeah yeah yes. is going to be turned into a movie and I'm super excited and hope me too 
I can't wait to watch it. Um, I think the reason why I like this one, besides the fact that it's going to be a movie now, <laughs> is that I genuinely laughed out loud. Um, I feel like sometimes like the fake relationships, I come in thinking I'm going to laugh the entire time and I don't. And then I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> but this one had me genuinely laughing out loud. And sometimes it was like secondhand embarrassment laughter. Like, oh, yes. Like that would be so me. And I feel your pain. <laughs> Krista's good at that. Krista's good at the office level cringe where you're just like, oh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky enough to get to endorse that one from the publisher and yeah, loved it then. Love it now. Can't wait to see it as yeah. a movie. Yeah. A movie. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to watch a movie. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Right, right down. <laughs> I can find it. If I can find it in Canada. <laughs> yeah. See, and I love that book, but it didn't even I didn't even trigger that it was fake relation. It is. It totally is, yeah. but I I didn't even, I'm like, duh, of course it is, but didn't help me a week ago when I was making my list. I figured you guys would be talking about it, so I didn't add it to my list. So that was a good bet. (laughs) That's funny. We're all trying to guess into each other's brains here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, Valerie, what's your last one? Well, I mean, unless somebody else wants to talk about this. Then my third book is His Wake Up Call by Dan Thompson. Um, single 30-something Sebastian hires his sister's best friend. This, these tropes do seem to go together really well, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Um, to be his fake girlfriend for the summer in order to win back his ex-fiancee. He wants her jealous. And so, I mean, that's not the most noble of causes, um, truly. Um, But uh, he and Tara had split up so many times that he figured she would be back any minute. And and she wasn't, she's moved on. And um, Emmeline needs the money he offers her, but it doesn't take long for them to forget that this is just a ruse. And then he begins to wonder why he ever wanted Tara back anyway because she's treated him like dirt all these years just as a backup and stuff so um if if you're looking for something that comes back to the the morality of the fake relationship and you know how somebody might come to realize this might not have been their brightest moment then um this one might uh, help out with that good story all right Narelle well, I'm going to talk about Marry Me For Real. If Valerie can get the book for us and Valerie Combe, it's pretty cover. <laughs> and the reason I chose this one is, well, Tony was talking about earlier with the awkward kiss. And this one, you don't often see a kiss in the first chapter of a book, but in this one, it's so fun. So the main character, I've, got to, I've read it a while ago, so I've got to remind myself of the story is um, Riley. And so she's in, I can't remember the name. It's it's the the meat the eating place, this 
golden something golden anyway, grill. Yeah. that's it the golden grill so she's in the golden grill and there's this sleazy there's been this sleazy guy she needs to get rid of and so she sees this cowboy adam who's across the room and <laughs> she gets this impulsive crazy idea to walk up and kiss him and get him to pretend to be her boyfriend to get rid of this sleazy guy and um as you as things would happen um it's the whole concept of a fake relationship comes up and he's like, oh, I could do with a fake relationship. That could help me out with a problem as well. And so she ends up going to the ranch and it's a super fun story. But I just love the way it was set up at the beginning with this impulsive kiss that just these two strangers that just end up in a fake relationship. It's a quite a good twist on the fake relationship trope. So I had to talk about that one. Val might have something more she'd like to add. It was a ton of fun because, yeah, I mean, they had, they started kissing in chapter one and never, well, I mean, they did stop. I mean, they had <laughs> words and things, but. Um, it's just pages and pages and yeah. pages of kissing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that, that kid from Princess Bride's Nightmare. Yeah, right. It's a kissing it's a book. Kissing book. <laughs> it's a kissing book. Ew. Yes. Yes, buddy. It is. It's definitely a kissing book. And lots of fun. Yes. Lots and lots of fun. I think that's my favorite in this series. Thank you. I don't think I could pick a favorite, but it'd be up there. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a really good one. So my last one is also a cowboy book. I want props for looking for a cowboy book and actually reading it all of my own accord. Um, it is Show Me a Fake Fiance by Alexa Verde. And oh, yeah. um, it is, um, it's sort of, sort of similar uh she is has just gotten divorced from a really abusive creepy ex um and so she and her boys she's looking for a job she has this interview at the ranch and um gets the job but then the ex-husband comes back and is um trying to make lots and lots of trouble so the ranch owner who's a you know great guy really you know respects her for her work um has clearly an overdeveloped protective instinct but he's like why don't we pretend to be engaged because then it'll get some of his family off his back who's trying to get him to settle down as well um and that'll get your ex to leave you alone and it solves my problem of my family you know being win, on win, my win. case yeah, yeah win 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 and so you know nothing has to happen you just wear this ring and we'll act engaged when we need to. And um, she's hesitant, but the kids were all in on it, but I don't think they really grasped the, the fake part of it, which was fun too, <laughs> to see the kids from both sides sort of like pushing. So you get a little bit of like the parent trap, pushing them together. Um, so it was fun. It's really cute. Um, and it's part of her Cowboy Crossing series, I think is what it's called. Um, Where'd you get the ring from? Huh? It's just like where do you get the ring from he went shopping with her oh, okay. in town when when they Good were question. when they were yeah when, when they were when they decided to do it and they he's like well let's just make it public and so they yeah. went shopping um to sort of let everyone know and hopefully it would filter back to the ex and get them off their case there are lots of ways of adding a twist to it we've got a lot of tropes that that go really well with it yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, they, they <laughs> certainly are not um, cookie cutter no. stories, no, the ones, the dozen yeah. or so we've talked about. 
Yeah, we could talk for a few hours on this one. Like there's so many yeah, different things we want. Wow. <laughs> We've got more. But, but we can't today. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, darn. Um, I know. I know. Thank you, Tony. We got to wrap up. So uh, we appreciate you being here today. Yeah. Remind everyone where they can find you and your books. You can find me on TonyShiloh.com and all my books and their links are on the website as well. Perfect. And thanks for yeah. letting me hang with you guys. We are always glad when you want to come hang with us. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so um, if we missed your favorite fake relationship story, please tell us in the comments, either on YouTube or on our Facebook page. We are glad that you hung out with us today as well. Um, you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And um, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. And uh, we'll see you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everyone.